0: Game Changer, Episode 2, Badge of Engagement, with Chris Duggan of Badgeville.
1: Welcome to Game Changer, a series on using gamification to engage employees. Join us as industry experts discuss one of the hottest trends in business today using game thinking to engage employees in work, wellness, recruiting, and more. This is a special podcast series by the producers of the top-rated podcast, The Engaging Leader. And now, with nearly 20 years of experience helping engage hundreds of thousands of employees at Fortune 500 companies and other organizations, here's your host, Jesse Leahy.
0: Welcome to the show, Game Changers. This is the show for CEOs, HR executives, and other business leaders to learn about internal gamification. Over the course of this series, you'll hear examples and pitfalls, discover how to assess when it's an appropriate strategy, and learn to evaluate gamification partners and game design ideas. I am Jesse Leahy, and in this episode, we're featuring our first interview with a gamification solution provider. Our guest today is Chris Duggan, Co founder and chief strategy officer of Badgeville, which is known as the number one gamification platform and has long been a leader in this newly emerging space. Chris, welcome to Game Changer.
2: Oh, thank you very much, Jesse.
0: Chris, what is the history behind Badgeville and the platform that you offer?
2: Our company uh, is about three years old. Uh, we've, um, uh, over the last three years, have grown. To become the leader in a you know a still emerging space called gamification, uh, we provide a software platform that allows any company to add gamification elements and techniques uh, to any type of uh, user experience uh, anywhere anytime you have an audience that could be a customer uh, type of audience where you're trying to drive more loyalty and engagement. Uh, it could be an employee type of audience where you're trying to drive more productivity, and more engagement. Uh, and uh, our software is almost like, think of it as a layer that you could add to any other software to really maximize uh, engagement, behavior, and kind of how people engage with with systems, whether they're customers or employees. Well, I'd love to dive
0: into some of the specifics about how you do that, but can you give us a sense first of your personal history and how you came to be involved in gamification?
2: You know, my, my first kind of uh, experience with gamification was, you know, I was working at a company called WebEx. And it was a very fast growing company. You know, I joined, I was there for about four years. And when I joined, it was about 300 people. When I left, it was about 2000 people. And I was able to see firsthand how in the sales department, uh, we were able to actually use many of these kind of techniques to drive the right kinds of behaviors that we were looking to get out of our salespeople that didn't require any kind of financial incentive. You know, doing things like ranking their performance and using social pressure and uh, a variety of, you know, kind of techniques that we used really uh, ended up driving and motivating their performance in combination with financial incentives. Uh, and I and I thought that was really kind of an interesting observation at that time. When you know, I thought uh, the perception of salespeople is they're totally money motivated. They're only mm-hmm. going to do things that kind of match their own kind of financial you know incentives. And I saw time and time again we were able to create you know systems and processes and experiences that uh, drove their behavior when actually you know financial uh, wasn't even part of the equation. And so I, that kind of was the first experience, and then. I actually went on to join another company. which was a collaboration software company called Social Text. And this was around 2007. You know, we're having this challenge around how do we really change you know, user behavior around collaboration. And at the same time, I had some friends that were working at Zynga and they called me up and they said, hey, Chris, you wouldn't believe what we're able to get you know these users to do uh, by using these kind of modern techniques around recognition and rewards and social kind of proof. And. Uh, You know, for that, for me, the light bulb went off, and I thought, you know, hey, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to combine enterprise software with behavior change, and you know, with more of these kind of modern techniques around engagement, and create a software product that's really going to kind of help transform how software gets delivered and used inside companies. And uh, you know, I ended up hiring a whole bunch of folks that are experts in this field, and you know, we've grown the team now to about 100 people. Uh, You know, we've gone through three rounds of financing. Uh, raised about 40 million dollars, scaled to hundreds of companies as customers now around the world. I think like in 22 countries. So it's been a kind of a wild ride. But you know, the the fundamentals of the concept are, you know, how can you get more people to do more stuff more often, and what are techniques that software can help incentivize, motivate, encourage, and you know, how can we engage these people? to become either better, more loyal customers or more productive employees.
0: You mentioned earlier that there were right ways and wrong ways to go about this emerging trend called gamification. How, how, how do you define gamification?
2: So I think uh, the, the simple definition is taking techniques from games and game experiences and applying those to things that aren't games. But I think that's a very kind of abstract kind of definition. And I think business leaders that are maybe trying to learn about this or understand this more, I I think, could end up confusing gamification with games. And, you know, our business is not about games. Uh, Our business is about driving behavior. And so I I think a better way to kind of define gamification is, uh, you know, tapping into what truly motivates us uh, and the real psyche of kind of our minds and, you know, and and kind of our behavior and, you know, tapping into those things in ways that drives more uh, engagement and more, more behavior and more productivity. And, um, you know, and so, you know, I think that's kind of one of the things that, you know, with a new market, you know, it still takes a, a while for people to understand this, you know, gamification is not games. It's also not about just things like competition, You know, I think people associate gamification with, oh, let's just make everything a leaderboard. Let's get a stack ranking and kind of, you know, that'll, that'll figure, you know, that'll motivate the people to perform better. And, you know, what we found is actually that's not the case. Uh, Many times actually making things too competitive can demotivate uh, the bulk of the workforce and actually only motivate a very small portion of people that are willing to perform, you know, to be at the top of the leaderboard. You know, I think there's many, many techniques that we end up using uh, some of them can be competitive. Some of them can be about recognizing and rewarding. Some of them are about, you know, building reputation and status. You know, there's a whole host of kind of different elements and tools that go into a gamification strategy. And, you know, and that's kind of one of the things that I spend a bulk of my time on is really helping business leaders, you know, kind of understand that this is about psychology. It's about behavior. And then, you know, explore all the possible types of tools that they could use to really kind of uh, achieve the business goals that they're looking for.
0: Well, let's talk about some of those tools and techniques that you offer at Badgeville. Your company name is very catchy and memorable. And yet, when I first heard it, I thought, of course, that maybe the only thing that you do is you uh, allow a way for badges to start showing up in different uh, software packages but I, I, I'm sure it's
2: broader than that. Yeah, you know, and so, you know, you have to start somewhere and you know, <laughs> I think that's it. we came up with the name and, uh, you know, I think uh, it is catchy. It uh, maybe represents kind of what we're trying to achieve but, it, you know, I, you're right, I think it only kind of captures, you know, maybe part of it. Um, you know, when we think about kind of how you implement these programs, maybe the the, the things that are fundamentally changing things becoming more digital, people using more web applications, mobile applications, et cetera, is that we're now able to really define the types of behaviors that we're looking to drive as a team. Now, that, whether that's a sales team, a support team, you know, even a finance team, we're able to actually define digitally the behaviors that uh, are valuable to us as a business leader. So maybe the behavior is uh, closing a high-value customer. In a sales, you know, CRM setting, maybe it's uh, closing quickly a, uh, a open help desk ticket in a support desk uh, application, and then in finance setting, it might be you know saving the most money for the company uh, in terms of maybe booking travel that's you know more, more affordable or making wise decisions around that. So I think that's kind of the big first change that we're able to instrument. And measure kind of you know which actions you know people are taking. Uh, we can capture you know the the who did it, what did they do, and even what did they do that on. You know they opened the help desk ticket, tagged Boeing. They closed the account record, tagged you know IBM. And so we're able to create a very rich kind of understanding of the actions that you know our workers are taking uh, or customers, et cetera. And then I think the second thing that's really changed and is, is really, you know, is, a, is, a, is interesting kind of, um, uh, you know, big opportunity for companies is that the incentive systems that we can use to drive behavior, you know, those actions that we just kind of talked about, uh, I think have really kind of expanded fundamentally. And so, you know, I think about, you know, in the past, you know, maybe there will be a, you know, a reward system might be, oh, you know, if you buy nine, you get one free or in a workforce it could be your annual bonus you know your salary and then your annual bonus is the reward system and you know i think what we've seen is that there is so many other types of incentives and tools that employers and companies can use to create a sense of fulfillment and recognition for you know their employees and you know these are things like status the ability to uh, you know, build tenure and demonstrate that uh, the ability to feel recognized for doing certain activities, you know, the ability to demonstrate expertise, right, that they can actually show the expertise that they've been able to accumulate dur- during the course of their tenure. And the fact that they're, you know, a mentor, the fact that they've gone through certain training courses, and they're, they're certified in certain ways. And so we we believe that, you know, the ability to kind of tap into Things beyond financial, uh, you know, incentivization, like feeling like you're learning, feeling like you're growing, feeling like you're being recognized for a job well done, feeling like you have structure and guidance around the things that you've done and the things that you should do next, understanding how you do compare with your peers and all of the feedback loops that go into all of the things that I've just talked about. These workers have expectations that they're going to get real time feedback. They're going to be onboarded very quickly. They're going to be guided around what they should do next. And they're going to kind of enter these kind of you know, tracks where they're going to have very clear guidance and feedback around how they're performing.
0: Now, one of the things that makes Badgeville different from a lot of the other gamification partners or solutions that companies might be looking at is you're a platform-based platform based you're an actual gamification platform where a lot of us, if we're familiar at all with gamification, we've maybe seen an application, a single application, let's say Nike plus, I see it on my smartphone. I know what it does. What is that? What's the experience like, let's say as an employee of a company when there's a platform available like Badgeville.
2: Yep. And to the employee, you know, We're probably a, you know a little bit more kind of uh, embedded or kind of uh, integrated so that they may or may not even know that Badgeville is powering these experiences. But the strategy that we've taken is we believe that there's a lot of software that's out there, and a lot of that software doesn't get really very high level of adoption. In fact, over the last five years, there's been about a trillion dollars worth of software that's been sold, and Forrester reports that less than 50% of it's actually used. Uh, And we're talking CRM software, help desk software, collaboration software, finance software, expense management. I mean, every flavor of software you can imagine. Uh, And, you know, the business strategy that we've taken is we want to be the kind of engagement layer that sits on top of any piece of software to maximize adoption and engagement of that software. Uh, We work with really, you know, large Fortune 1000 companies that want to add Badgeville to SharePoint. Maybe they've just rolled out SharePoint and they really want to kind of an insurance policy to make sure that there's maximum engagement with their employees. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it could be that they've had a Jive community uh, that hasn't really been kind of maybe maximizing the participation rate. And so they're going to add Badgeville to Jive in order to really kind of accelerate and turbocharge, you know, the uh, employee participation. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, the, uh, the nice thing there is that not only do we work as a layer on top of a specific application, but, you know, back to this concept of, you know, where is this all going, you know, over the you know next couple of years, and we're already starting to see companies kind of asking about this capability that, you know, is how do you roll all these things together? How do you create, you know, a unified, you know, reputation or kind of a, universal reputation that sits across all of these kind of application investments that these companies have made. And, um, you know, we think we're in the perfect place to kind of deliver on that vision in terms of creating an achievements and kind of rewards and recognition framework that would run across an entire company, for example. And back to the point of, you know, you know what's the problem statement that we're solving as it relates to, you know, employee productivity Today, you know, Gallup poll did a survey that said today, you know, 70% of workers are not engaged at work, 70%. Yeah, wow. And so it's not a surprise that they're not using their investments They're using the CRMs and the collaboration systems and all these different things. And, you know, if we can do anything to really kind of put a dent in that, make work feel more rewarding, more recognition, more uh, kind of guided and more sense of progress, um, You know, and uh, you know, uh, you know, we think uh, you know that has a fundamental impact on how these companies operate.
0: Just a quick pause from this interview with Chris Duggan to tell listeners about a game we're playing to have some fun throughout this series. First, we're giving away a copy of Chris's book, Business Gamification for Dummies, which includes how-to's plus real-world illustrations of gamification at work. To enter to win the book, send me a tweet at Jesse Leahy mentioning the episode number two, this episode's clue, which is the letter D as in Daniel, and whether you'd prefer hard copy or a Kindle ebook if you win. We'll pick a winner at random from the first 50 tweets I receive. Also, there will be other tasks and clues in each of the first 14 episodes in the Game Changer series, as well as in Engaging Leader podcast episode 38 featuring Kevin Warbach. From those 15 clues, if you can be the first person to guess the secret phrase, you'll win a $100 gift card from Amazon, and everyone who guesses it correctly will be honored on our Game Changer Genius Board. Now, you're still a relatively young company, but have you been around long enough where you have some data that shows whether you're making a meaningful difference within, within any clients?
2: Absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that we, you know, are very maniacal about is kind of measuring uh, customer impact, customer success, and kind of ha- what kind of results we're able to deliver. And, you know, because we kind of measure these behaviors pre and post, adding these game mechanics and reputation mechanics and all these different kinds of tools, you know, we're able to very clearly see the, the impact that we deliver. And so, you know, I'll give you one example, uh, Deloitte. Deloitte and Touche is a large, actually, I think they go by only Deloitte now. Uh, they go, they're a very large consulting firm, global consulting firm, in tens of thousands of employees. And, you know, they, you know their big challenge was, you know, we, we keep having to onboard lots of new hires. We need to get them ramped up quickly. We need to get them trained and certified. And we need to get them out into the field so that they can build you know, with customers. Uh, and, you know, they, they had some training programs, they have certification programs, and uh, they found that, you know, people weren't really motivated to go through those. And it wasn't, uh, you know, it was a very kind of dry you know experience. People just were not compliant. And so they used our product, Badgeville, to issue uh, virtual rewards to employees that completed the trainings. And those training, when you completed the training, you would get an achievement, which would then actually get posted to their Yammer feed. And they use Yammer for kind of company-wide collaboration. Mm -hmm. And so people could see you actually kind of leveling up and going through these courses. And there was kind of this kind of social um, proof that happened that really kind of encouraged uh, participation. And as a result, they were able to compress the time it takes to have employees go through training by 50%. Wow, 50%. And it's an amazing accomplishment, right? You know, it's a dry process. Mm. And, you know, we added virtual rewards, not financial rewards, virtual rewards, and the ability for others to see when you've earned those through Yammer and an integration with Yammer. And as a result, you know, people were more motivated to complete those courses. And, you know, we see that time and time again. You know, we work with, you know, companies like IBM or EMC. EMC as a, you know, a huge $50 billion data storage company. They had a challenge of, you know, how do we really kind of get our communities as engaged as possible? And not only their employee communities, but their customer communities. And, you know, in fact, it, you know they use Jive and these are some of their larger communities with, with like two, three hundred thousand people participating, but at a very low level of participation. And so, you know, they implemented Badgeville, and what they found was that they were able to see very significant increases in how many activities people did per week. And the numbers actually were uh, they increased the critical activities by forty percent per week by using things like reputation and a reward system. Of purely virtual rewards, uh, where in this case, you know, it's all about storage. So they, the people, want to be kind of recognized uh, as experts on the uh, topic of storage. And as they engage more deeply with the community, they become, you know, more recognized for that. And um, you know, they had a forty percent increase in uh, a kind of community participation. But they also found that they were able to, you know, create what they consider even more high value customers that actually spend more than the non-high value customers.
0: Now, just to play devil's advocate a little bit, because you are adding some game-like techniques, uh, but not changing the underlying process, a critic, I suppose, could say that you're basically just inserting a bit of extrinsic
2: motivation there, and that's going to wear off the design that we might implement for onboarding a new employee, I think, has different goals than, you know, another kind of program. But maybe let's say, you know, uh, I don't know, expense management. You know, I think that's a kind of a pretty dry one, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Is, you know, the, the CFO wants to get people to get their expense reports done on time. And if you're in a big company that actually like that delay and that kind of operational impact of. Not doing that on a timely basis, you know, has a real impact to the company. And maybe a second goal might be, you know, we want to reduce, if we can, kind of how we, you know, spend. And if there's ways to be more innovative around cost management, you know, we'd like to achieve that as well. You know, think about the current program inside a company. It's very dry. It's very dull. You're not getting any kind of feedback. It's a very painful process. You don't understand how, you know, how the bigger picture works. You just know you need to get your expenses done and there's no feedback loop for saving, making good choices, you know, and, you know, being a good citizen. You know, I'm not saying, hey, we're going to turn expense management into a game and it's going to be this like, you know, fun thing that you were going to do, you know, time and time again. What I'm saying is for the 12 or 15 times a year that you have to do, you know, expense management reporting, you know, we're going to use... And here's where maybe I would differ on your definition of extrinsic versus intrinsic. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I believe that many of the achievements and virtual rewards that we end up actually issuing to users tap into their intrinsic motivation. You know, at Google, for example, you know, they recognize people that save the money. Uh, They actually do this. They have a very well-formed program inside Google for, you know, actually incentivizing savings. And uh, they recognize people who are, very cost efficient for the company, uh, which would be an intrinsic type of reward, uh, that recognition. And in some cases, you actually get to donate your savings or a portion of your savings to charity. Now, someone who's listening to this
0: and is interested is probably starting to wonder what this would cost. And I can imagine because of the wide range of places where Badgeville could be implemented, that there's a pretty wide range in costs. But if someone had wanted to start with a small scope, do you have a sense for what kind of cost range they should be looking at?
2: Yeah, I mean, so there's the the software cost. And then there's also kind of the cost that goes into thinking about, you know, the design and kind of how this is going to be incorporated and how we're going to use it and, and whatnot. And, you know, we see in larger companies, we're starting to see people are hiring you know, gamification experts or engagement uh, managers or people that are responsible for the gamification programs, uh, which is very exciting for us. I mean, we're not, Mm -hmm. we're just not only creating an industry, we're creating a new job requisition. But on the software side, I mean, it could start as, you know, as little as a couple thousand dollars per month. How long does an implementation typically take? Uh, It depends. You know, I've seen a customer go live in a weekend. Wow. And, you know, it's kind of, they know exactly what they want. They know what kind of you know, reward system or incentives, or you know, different types of mechanics and engagement strategies they're going to undertake, and really they just need the technology to kind of help deliver that. And you know, they can go live in a weekend. And you know, we also work with companies that are really thinking about how they overhaul loyalty and employee performance. And you know, I've even seen, you know, I've been in meetings where you know they've even brought in HR professionals from their own company to make sure that this gamification strategy lines up with their whole career pathing, and that as you get recognized, you know, in in the team for doing certain things, that that even kind of represents how you get kind of formally uh, rewarded at the company in terms of career path and career gates. And you can imagine that that's a whole kind of much larger process to undertake of how we're really going to overhaul, you know, our culture and our reward system, and our values, and our beliefs, and what do we really want to you know, reward, and, you know, how do we want to kind of create systems that reinforce that, and how do we get HR engaged in that, and, you know, that that can be a many, many month, or, you know, maybe even a multi-year process.
0: Mm -hmm. That is very exciting. Chris, beyond the platform approach, are you doing anything to Make the process more turnkey. If someone wanted a a sort of simpler way to dip their toe in the water of gamification,
2: yeah, absolutely. In fact, we've been investing in the Badgeville for uh, Salesforce uh, ecosystem, and so what that means is we have an application that Salesforce.com administrators can uh, very easily activate through the App Exchange to gamify Salesforce, which, uh, by the way, historically is you know, it doesn't have a lot of, you know, compliance and usage, uh, you know, from their users. Uh, in fact, some of the CRM studies have shown that, you know, 50% of CRM deployments, you know, aren't living up to their full potential. Uh, and so anything that you can do to drive, you know, better engagement, more usage is, you know, obviously is going to you know, deliver more sales impact mm-hmm. uh, for companies. And then we're also seeing that beyond just having a turnkey application, you know, people are even starting to build gamification into their Force.com applications, which is powered by Salesforce. Uh, and so, we've actually built an SDK to help companies, you know, rapidly embed gamification techniques into into their Force.com apps. Uh, and so, we, we, we're investing very heavily in the Salesforce ecosystem. You know, we see that companies are able to drive a lot of sales engagement by using these kind of rewards and recognitions approaches directly inside their CRM software.
0: Chris, how can someone find out more or take the next step with Badgeville?
2: I mean, I think the first step would be to check out our website, Uh, badgeville.com. They can follow me on Twitter at KDuggan, K-D-U-G-G-A-N, or uh, our company Twitter handle at uh, Badgeville. Chris Duggan is
0: the co-founder and chief strategy officer of Badgeville and the author of Business Gamification for Dummies. Chris, thanks for joining us today on Game Changer. Great. Thanks, Jesse. And we'll provide the contact information and links that Chris mentioned in our show notes, which you can find at engagingleader.com GC2, as in Game Changer numeral two. That wraps up today's show, my friends. Don't miss our next episode of Game Changer when we'll feature Nick Martin, Vice President of Innovation, Research, and Development for United Health Group. Nick and his team have been exploring ways to infuse video games and gaming elements into health and wellness activities for employees and their families. If you enjoy this series, be sure to check out the weekly leadership podcast, Engaging Leader, where my guests and I share more ways to communicate, engage, and lead with greater impact. Until next time, remember, life is short, so keep it fun.
1: You can find both Game Changer and Engaging Leader podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, and on our website at engagingleader.com. To stay up on the latest news and trends in internal gamification, join the Game Changer group on LinkedIn. We'll automatically direct you to our LinkedIn group when you go to engagingleader.com group. Subscribe to our e-digest at engagingleader.com newsletter. When you do, we'll send you a free copy of Jesse's ebook, Eight Communication Tools for Leaders. You can also follow Jesse on Twitter, at Jesse Leahy, and like us at facebook.com engagingleader. Game Changer is a production of Aspendale Communications, a consulting firm that helps mid-sized and large employers attract top talent, engage employees, and deliver superior business results. Find out more at aspendalecommunications.com. Our thanks to Joe Sherwood, our producer, Tom Hitchcock, our programming director, James Marler, our sound engineer, Cliff Ravenscraft, our podcasting advisor, Justin Hartzler, our website engineer, JJ Leahy, our video and web intern, and Peter McIsaac, who composed our theme music.